It's just it's just a little after nine, uh, nine a.m. on a, on Monday, October eleventh, um, Columbus Day, Indigenous People Today, Discoverers Day. What what are we calling it these days? What what do, what do we call this October holiday? That's not Halloween. I have no idea. I call it Monday because I don't have it off. Oh, so. and you're recording an episode first yep. thing in the morning before you head into work. That's dedication. You know. I feel I owe it to the listeners. Yeah, it, and I feel as if the listeners all owe us just a dollar a month by becoming Patreon members so they can get easy access to all of these uh, beautiful episodes that we create together. So I have no idea how to broach this topic other than the title of this special edition of the Fedora Chronicles radio show, Paranormal Post Edition is mysterious boom all around the world because since talking around the world all around the world because this this is where things get really weird the issue that we have right now is starting at i'm i'm saying it's 11 20 but everybody else is saying it's 11 30 so we'll split the difference and say that it's 11 25 <laughs> carol and i were outside talking with the landlord of the barn where we have our little our, our, our secondary business or our it's it's my wife's side hustle the um the horse barn right and at first the, at the very first instant it sounded like it was thunder and so it, it was like a rumbling sort of sound not like a sharp it was no, uh, like a or like a rumble or well you know what an explosion sounds like yeah yeah. Okay. And if you've ever been somewhere where they've actually set off explosions, like cannons. Right. Everybody who has ever gone to a 4th of the July celebration where they've had fireworks right after dark, you know what an explosion right. sounds like. You know when it's like when they have yeah. one of those um one of those fireworks and there's a loud bang and it and, and it's yeah, the it, report. Yeah. The, the report. And it's so loud, even though you know it's coming, it still startles you. Right. Okay. This, that's what it sounded like? That's exactly what it sounded like with a very long trailing off rumble. It sounded like a loud report from fireworks or, okay. or some kind of explosion. It sounded like an explosion, except for the, the, the ending of the report like was sort of like drawn out. That's the best way I can describe it. And we both looked at each other. Or the three of us looked at each other and we were like, what the hell is that? And it sounded as if there was a big, huge explosion in the next town over. We live in Ringe. The next town over is Jaffrey. So we thought something, something huge had exploded in Jaffrey. So the first thing I do is I get on the Internet and I go to the um, Ringe, New Hampshire Facebook page. And I, I actually have here in my hot little hands my cell phone, and I'm just going to read this post here right here real quick here. And who's hey. trying to get into touch with me right now? Um, Someone who doesn't know we're recording? Somebody who doesn't know that we're recording. Yeah. So scrolling here like really quickly, and for whatever, for whatever reason, it, it's, it, happened, it actually happened 21 hours ago as of right now. And I said, just okay. heard something that sounded like thunder and explosion coming from the Jaffrey area. There is no thunderstorms in the forecast. Because that's the first thing Carol did. 
Carol looked right. at the weather app, and there's 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 no there's there's no reports for thunder whatsoever. There's no there's no thunderstorms in the forecast. There wasn't any right. at at the time. So then, all of a sudden, all these other reports started coming in, and that people have heard this as far as Derry, New Hampshire. People were hearing it like all over the region, and apparently, some people right. actually heard it on Cape Cod. Really, really. That's weird because my I was talking to my sister who lives in Littleton and she didn't hear it. Well, she uh, that's Littleton, Massachusetts. Yeah, and that that's that's like I don't know, that's like a half an hour away from me. Yeah. So then first people were like saying, "Oh, it must have been an earthquake," and somebody had reported it on the Gardner, Massachusetts facebook page saying that it was a confirmed it was an earthquake you can go back to whatever it is that you were doing this is where things get really weird because we thought well how could it be an earthquake because the thing is that it was just like i felt the air pressure change for an instant like it was the like the concussion or what, what do you call that when the air is compressed and spreads outwards concussion concussion yeah the air concussion. I think I felt that. My wife was like, "No, no, that's that's an, that's probably just your heart palpitation." Because it it was scary. It sounded like well, there yeah. was a big, huge explosion, the next town over. So of course, and we're thinking like the the local factory that makes widgets and whatever did it explode? That's the first thing that went through yeah. went through our heads. Right. And then turns out that people in all all over the region heard it. And right. then like the one of the articles you sent me. Um, Someone in New Boston said that they heard us. They heard the boom, and felt a slight shimmer in their house, a slight vibration in the house. Yeah, yeah, yes. So what and the hell? Other people are like, "Oh, it was so big and loud." Yeah. Now some people say that they felt the their entire house shake, but they didn't hear anything. Now, of course, those people are going to think that, "Oh, it must have been an earthquake." But everybody who was outside, they say they heard the boom. Yeah. And the first thing that we did after checking the weather and posting on Facebook on the town of Ringe page, did anybody else experience that? Does anybody know what that was? And reading all the responses from people saying, I heard it as far away from like Derry, New Hampshire. People were coming in from all over the region saying that they heard it. They heard something. Right. Well, that's the thing, right? Everyone heard it. Some people felt it. So what the fuck was it? Well, so then people start going on the United States Geological Survey site. Right. And Which is a good place to go if you think it's an earthquake. If you think it's an earthquake. Nothing was reported that indicates that it was an earthquake. And some people like myself are saying that that indicates that it was, it was such a large explosion it registered on the seismograph machines. That's how I interpret it. Then again, I mean, anything anything that's sufficiently loud enough, because sound is essentially just a wave moving through the air. So if it's sufficiently loud enough, it would set up anything that's set up. It would, it would trigger something that's set up to register movement. So I suppose I shouldn't be too surprised by that, but I don't know. It came off, and it was, it was very concerning. Mm -hmm. The FAA reported... That there are, there are no supersonic jets in the area. There's, there was no military aircraft flying anywhere over New England that they knew of. Right. Because a lot of people say that it sounded just like a supersonic jet breaking the sound barrier. 
the people who were closer or some people who were closer to New Boston said that's exactly what it sounded like. If you've ever heard a jet breaking the sound barrier, that's what it sounded like. Well, a sonic boom is just a boom. Right. You know, I mean, the, the, the origins, I mean, like you said, it a report from from a, a, a very large gun going off or a firework or it's all the same sound. Essentially, the origin doesn't change the sound all that much with some different exceptions. But yeah, so I mean, it's what what interests me is that people felt their the ground move, right? They're not saying, you know, that it the boom was so loud and so, so close it shook the house. Some people are saying from articles that I'm reading, some people are saying that they felt the ground move. Now, sound generally doesn't make the ground move, right? And of course, it has to be really loud. Right it now. has to be really right. loud for it to make. An, an explosion would have to be pretty big. Right. Now, here's a question for you. Yeah, sure. The um, When we spoke yesterday after the, the boom went off, um, you had mentioned that they actually registered it on the Richter scale, right? Is right. It, am I remembering that correctly? Here's what John Ebel, and if I mispronounce his name, take a shot is a research science scientist at the Boston College's Weston Observatory. And I quote, I'm not sure what was heard today. I can rule out that it was an earthquake. We've seen nothing on our seismic stations that indicate that there was any earthquake activity in the middle of the day in New Hampshire, he told WMUR. Okay. Now, Ebel and the United States Geological Survey said that there was no earthquake anywhere in the region Sunday. The New Hampshire Department of Safety told WMUR they've been in contact with the FAA regional operations manager who says there was no military plane activity over the state either. I would look for a natural event, something coming into the atmosphere past the speed of sound, a meteor, a meteorite that probably caused enough energy that people heard it here on the ground, Ebel told WMUR. So a lot of people are saying, well, it must have been a meteorite. But then where did it hit? It could have just exploded in the air. Yeah, all right. So you remember the last one that exploded in the air that made such a loud noise? Oh, you mean Tunguska? Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, the one that leveled an entire fucking forest. Right. It, this wasn't that day. So where is that? That, it's, that was, yes, exactly. And there's also some theory, some people theorize that what caused at least one of the extinction level events in our history was a meteor blowing up in the atmosphere yes. right now Tunguska is if a meteor explodes close enough to the surface otherwise if it explodes higher in the atmosphere gonna cause some shit to happen yeah you know so where's the evidence there's going to be other things that have happened that are going to give evidence to that no one reported seeing any bright lights right so that kind of rules out an explosion in the air well here's the other thing Here, here's the other thing it was overcast now I was outside and I right, I didn't so see if it was a change. High enough, it wouldn't be right. You'd still see light through it though. Overcast, not like heavy thunder clouds and stuff like that. You'd still see a light going through an overcast sky. Overcast sky. You can kind of tell where the sun is. Yes. No, I think I think I think you're catching up to the point. Whereas this is the reason why people are kind of freaking out over it. And there are quite a few other headlines here from the New York Times. Something shook. New Hampshire, what caused the, the boom is a mystery. Huff Poe, mystery boom and unexplained shakes freak people out 
in New Hampshire. Fox 23 in Maine. Mysterious boom heard across New Hampshire, parts of Maine. That's kind So of- everyone heard the sound, but we're not seeing any, no one's reporting seeing any lights. What causes just a sound? Because even a report has a bright flash of light, right? Even a, the fireworks display, there's a bright flash of light that goes alongside with it. Yeah. The supersonic breaking the sound barrier thing makes sense because that doesn't have a bright light with it. But if all of the FAA stations are reporting nothing moving supersonic there, they're either all lying, which is a possibility, or that wasn't the origin. So what could cause a boom with no bright flash of light that is not a sonic boom? I have no idea, other than the fact that there is all of this weird speculation going on. Now, I'm going to do a shout out to my friend Seth who have I've known since I think the third grade maybe okay. the second but most likely the third grade I've known Seth as a straight shooter since the third grade he was in the region for just part of the day he and his wife flew up for maybe a day a day and a half they had some business that they had to take care of in Vermont they went to Logan and anywhere between 70 and 90 percent of all the flights were canceled. Now this happens right, in this, so- this happens in the same day. Now, a lot of people are reporting that many airline pilots from Southwest called in quote sick unquote and using up vacation time because they're not they're not getting the shot. They're not getting the COVID nineteen immunization. The poke. Yeah. Now but but wait a minute. Now somebody had reported elsewhere that at least ninety percent of the pilots have been immunized for COVID-19. Have been immunized? They have all, 90% of the pilots have already gotten the shot. So it couldn't be some sort of protest. It could be some sort of, we're not letting you run because we didn't get parked. Exactly. Nothing like that. Right. And this was most felt in Logan Airport. And as a matter of fact, we ought to just do a quick look. Let's just look up flight delays. Southwest cancels hundreds of flights over the weekend, citing bad weather and air traffic. Helps if you actually click on the entire link. Citing bad weather and air traffic control issues. Federal Aviation Administration points to challenges with crews and aircraft availability. Southwest Airlines has canceled at least 1,800 flights this weekend, citing disruptive weather, quote-unquote, and air traffic control issues, although federal regulators attribute weekend service disruption to airline staffing and aircraft issues. More than a 1,000 flights scheduled for Sunday. Nearly 30% of Southwest schedule has been canceled due to the fl- flight trafficking site Flightware. Another 800 flights were canceled Saturday. The airline reported that 1,500 delayed flights since Saturday. In a statement Sunday afternoon, Southwest said the cancellations began on Friday as a result of weather changes in Florida airports that were compounded by unexpected air traffic control issues in the same region, triggering delays and prompting significant cancellations for us beginning Friday evening. They're saying that that's, that's nationwide. It's not necessarily localized to New Hampshire or Boston area. Right. Because the thing is that it was like, this is sort of how conspiracy theories begin. And right. th- this might be a cautionary tale for all of us. Yeah. Because the thing is that it was just like one thing happens, meaning this weird boom, this mysterious 
explosion sound that nobody can nobody can explain. There's no explanation for this. And then a right. friend of mine is trying to leave Logan Airport and all the flights have been canceled. Somehow there must be a correlation. But it, but is there? I you see I don't know. Now somebody else Another conspiracy theorist would say, well, why they must be related somehow. I don't know. But the fact that this happened around the same time doesn't necessarily mean that they're connected. Especially if the cancellation started at or around Sunday afternoon. It's just, it's fucking weird. I mean, I'm on the one hand, there's the conspiracy theorist in me that's like, Oh, but how does this relate to this, that, and the other thing? And, you know, I've long said that, you know, Area 51 is a red herring. If they have a secret military base somewhere, there'll be no rumors of it, right? So was this some sort of explosion that went off in an underground bunker? Because, again, if something's causing a loud sound like that, the vast majority of things that we are aware of, in fact, the only thing I'm aware of that would cause such a loud report and not have a bright flash of light would be a sonic boom. It's the only thing I can think of. Right. Right? Because even thunder, all thunder originates with a with a lightning strike. It could be a lightning strike within the clouds, but it's still lightning. There's some bright flash of light that goes off with the releasing of that much energy that causes a loud sound, a boom, a report, whatever you want to call it. And so what could could have caused it? You know, if it was a meteor breaking up, where are the fragments? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, I, I don't I'm at a loss to try and explain exactly what this could have been. Let's just right? let's also go on the Weather Channel and look and see. Are there any other severe news stories about the weather that we should be looking at here? Yeah thing is is we got to make sure we're putting in the date of october 10th now they're talking about possible tornadoes leaving damage across parts of oklahoma but the last time mm-hmm. i checked a map oklahoma is kind of far away from new hampshire a bit it's a bit. you know 15 1800 miles something like that here we go climatedata.org do to do in Nashua. Yeah, this is completely and totally unhelpful. Okay. But it it raises all of these strange questions. You know, what what was what was causing all of these delays starting as back as Friday? Now, if they're going to say that it's a staffing short shortage, what's causing the staffing shortage? Well, people are blaming pilots and flight crews not wanting to take the COVID jab, but you have 90% of these people allegedly have already gotten the shot. So if if 10% of the people who are scheduled to work that weekend doesn't show up, is that going to cancel close to 2,000 flights over the weekend? I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. No, it doesn't. But why Why is it? <sighs> See, that's, that's the thing that we, at this point, and I hate to say this, we only have your friend's word on it because I can't find anything online that says, you know, so many flights were canceled at Logan Airport right. on October 10th of 2021. I can't find that. It's also aggravating I can't look up the weather of what yesterday was in your area either. The internet is failing me. Yeah. I am doubting my entire life right now. This is just 
I, and what the hell was that boom? Oh, here we go. Strange sounds stuff. What what is it? What, what did you find? There is a website called strangesounds.org. That's that you're probably getting to the point that I was going to get to sooner or later today. Because the mm-hmm. thing is is that as soon as I did a duck duck go search of mysterious boom, that that's when things got a little weird for me. Because you do a search myster- mysterious boom on duck duck go. And there's a reason why uh-huh. we choose duck duck go. Right, because Google is evil. And also, Google censors search results. Strangesounds.com, just like you had said, there are all of these strange, like mysterybooms.com. Here's another example. I'm just going to read this from the the, the top of the page here. Well, yeah, go ahead. For centuries, a variety of different sounds classified as mysterious noises have been documented around the world. Such noises are often linked to a thunderous booms or explosions, and in many instances, the sound remains of unexplained origin, although a number of suggestions have been made as to what those causes might be. In recent years, an increase in media coverage of the phenomenon, along with new theories about their cause, have led to a new interest in the phenomenon. However, scientific literature documents that mysterious noises have occurred for some time, as documented by researchers like the likes of Peter, I'm sorry, David P. Hill, scientist emeritus at the U.S. Geological Survey, and American physicist William R. Corliss, take a shot if I mispronounced his name. Mm-hmm. Are mysterious booms a new phenomenon? Despite such attention to the subject has received since 2014, loud noises of unexplained origin have been commonly reported throughout history. The term Seneca guns has been used in reference to the report of loud booms reported for decades along North Carolina's Outer Banks. The nickname, however, has its roots further north, where the mysterious noises have been reported around New York's Catskill Mountains near the vicinity of Lake Seneca. It is further revealed that these sounds were referenced in literary works such as Washington Irving's Rip Van Winkle and James Finemore's Cooper's The Lake Gun. In Greenland, French explorers near Scoresby Sound in the 1930s once described a deep foghorn-like noise that's been called, I'm not even going to pronounce this because I don't want our listeners to die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> Elsewhere around the world, the Bay of Bengal has been has its ben, Benesol guns, while booms known as Yan have been reported near Saiku, Japan. The Italian Apennines have also the versions of the thunderous phenomenons of unexplained origins similar to Belgian's descriptions of fog belches. This site will examine the isn't numerous... There, go, go ahead. Isn't, isn't there um, isn't there like a, a hum or something in like Taos, New Mexico? Or yeah, like, like there's the Taos, Taos hum. Yeah. That's, uh, I love this. I love that, you know... People are like, science, you can trust science. And then every once in a while you look into shit and they're like, yeah, science has no clue. We're, we're, we're lost. We have no idea. Now you go and you look at this website here, mysterybooms.com, and mm-hmm. nobody has reported any of the most recent booms that I can see. But going to click the news, mysterious boom, there's like Brunswick, Shenandoah, Shenandoah Valley, the DC areas apparently that the this is something that is 
Cool. So here's here's the thing that first occurred to me when you told me this yesterday. After we got off the phone, I happened to be sitting with a very good friend of mine, D. And the thing, the first thing that popped into my head was the release in the past year, year and a half, from multiple governments of UFO sightings and dealings that the military has had with them. Yeah. And you and I have talked about this on the show. Like I said, if the only thing that makes sense for the origins of the sound is a sonic boom and we didn't see any flash of light, then it wasn't some sort of explosion from a meteor. It was a vehicle breaking the sound barrier, right? Yes. That's what makes sense to me. And if we didn't have anything, again, with the FAA saying there was no vehicles traveling supersonic in that area. Okay. So that's that means that it's they're either lying, which cannot be discounted. Or there was some a vehicle in the area that could not be seen on radar that caused that sonic boom. And we know that governments all over the world have been experimenting with just those very things. So it does make me wonder, you know? Yeah. Weird shit, man. It obviously is something genuinely weird going on. And the fact that people within these government agencies are willing to admit, hey, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of the things that had sort of bothered me about this is that there's a police chief in a nearby town who posted, oh, it was an earthquake. You can go about your business now. Yeah. Without actually confirming the fact that it was an actual earthquake. And he, right. was, he, well, and he was so quick to let everybody know that, oh, no, I know what it is. And people believe this guy. And it turns out that once you once you go to the U.S. United States Geological Survey site, no, no, it wasn't an earthquake. That sort of rattles me a little bit. And there were so many people who were willing to take this guy's word for it and say, oh, it was just an earthquake. But the experts say, no, no, it wasn't an earthquake. Right. But at the same time, a sheriff's job is to make sure people don't panic. Sure. Right. If he had gone on Twitter or Facebook and said, well, that was weird. I don't know what the fuck that was. That's not going to help people calm down. So I, I don't blame him so much for that. I mean, I, I, to some extent, he's doing his job. Right. To an so extent. I don't, I don't see that as a problem. All right. You know? I mean, eh. You're a better man and, than and, I am. And let's be honest. You're going to get people who are in positions of authority who just, to feed their own ego, don't want people thinking they don't know what's going on. That is true. Yeah. That is true. So- I guess that this is where we should leave this episode. Yeah. And maybe that this is a phenomenon that we should follow more in episodes to come. What was yeah, this now, sound? See, now I'm all curious about all these strange sounds that have been happening all over the world for the past several thousand years. Yeah. But what do you say to this? What, what do you say when you look up this topic, mysterious boom, and you're seeing all of these news stories dating... You know, there's also the, the, the mysterious phenomenon known as the skyquake. Right. Now, here's something that I would like to, I'm just, I'm just going to quickly read this here. A, a skyquake is a phenomenon where a loud boom sound is reported to originate from the sky. The sound may cause noticeable vibrations in a building or across a particular area. Those who experience skyquakes typically do not have a clear explanation of what caused them and they are perceived as, quote, mysterious, unquote. They have been heard in several locations around the world, including the banks of the River Gan Ganges. 
I'm not going to read all of these places. Yeah, there's just a whole shit ton of them. It's basically all around the world. Yeah. Italy, Finland, Java, uh, Jakarta, freaking India, the United States, Canada, Japan. Yeah, all over the damn place. Now, the, these are the, hypotheses. Yeah, you look at these. Coronal mass yeah. ejections. Well, the, NASA's not reporting anything. Yeah, they work- don't always. Uh, well, a coronal mass ejection is like the like the the solar flare, right? It's right. The same thing. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Normally they report those. A meteor entering the atmosphere causing a sonic boom. Again, where would it hit? Where there's usually an impact or some sort of light that goes along with that. Gas escaping from vents in the Earth's surface. You know, I get the same thing with cheese. <laughs> it, it took us only 38 minutes of recording for you to come up with a joke about farts. <laughs> I think that's a record for you. It's because I'm 12, you know. I mean, <laughs> I like this, this one. Underwater rising to the surface. Atmosphere ducting where distant thunder or other sounds are propagated across long distances due to travel through distinct atmospheric layers. Ooh, that sounds super impressive. I didn't even... Skyquake. I like the sound of that, Skyquake. Sounds like a spoof of a James Bond movie. (laughs) It it does. (laughs) All right, here's the deal. We got to look into this shit more. That's what what I'm coming down to. We honestly do. Yeah. We honestly do have to look at this. This is a this is a strange phenomenon that has piqued my interest because I've experienced it firsthand. Right. And it's sort of like seeing Sasquatch. You're not a Sasquatch believer until you see something tall and hairy or fuzzy walking through the woods. And all of a sudden, oh my God, what the hell is that? And you want to know what that is. Or it's like when, you know, when non-believers see a UFO and all of a sudden they're freaking believers. Now... I think that's what's really sort of di- also disconcerting mm-hmm. is the fact that the that these people in these government agencies are willing to admit they have no idea what's going on. And then this happens right around the same time as all of these flights are have been delayed or canceled over the weekend starting as far back as Friday. Yeah. And I can't help but wonder if this is either somehow related or I'm conflating, if that's the right word I'm using. Just because you're confusing the, it with something you're you're making making a uh, connection that isn't really there. That's exactly it. Yeah, uh, I mean that's definitely that's possible. definitely a possibility. Like, did they say, "Hey, we need to clear all this air traffic <laughs> out of the region because we know something's going to happen late Sunday morning"? Well, it's like the explosion that. That happened in um, Nashville, right? right? Why did it black out all? Why did one single incident black out the air traffic control towers? Those things have, you know, their redundancies like two or three deep. So how could it have knocked it out, right? Um, those are the things that make me wonder, right? What what happened there, right? Now this is the same thing, except it's apparently all natural there's no known scientific reason as to why it happened you know exactly so is it if it is someone (laughs) if it is someone or something blacking out you create an excuse to move something through the sky that won't possibly be observed someone that has a lot of freaking clout you know just makes you wonder it does man this is a strange fucking world we live in (laughs) 
Because here, here's the thing about being a conspiracy theorist, and this is why we have to be careful. You take two events that happen coincidentally along the same time. Nobody has an explanation. You want to know what happens, so you start making connections that may or may not be there. Right. I'd like to be the first one to solve this mystery. Although there's, there's really not a lot of people pushing for this thing to be solved. A lot of people have sort of moved on from this. There's no more traffic that I can see on the thread that I started on the local town of Ringe Facebook group page. Right. People are kind of like, oh, yeah, it's, it, was, it, it was just something that just shook the house and made this loud noise. And it was a fun thing to sort of speculate about for an entire Sunday afternoon. People have like, now it's Monday morning and everybody else has gone to work. But here it is. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, okay, well, now what? <laughs> right. Because, you know, un un until I get the thumbs up from my doctor, I can't go back to work because of the pinched nerve in my neck. Right. I have all this time on my hands. Now I'm going to go dun, down. Dun, dun. Now I'm going to go down this rabbit hole about <laughs> mysterious booms. And I'm going to run upstairs and I'm going to say, oh, my God, Carol, guess what I just found out? And Carol's going to roll her eyes and ask me what I want to do for lunch. And I'll probably think of something. But there are all these. You, Go ahead. Yeah. And, and you're going to let me know when you find what, you know, when you get too deep in the rabbit hole. Right. I don't know. Usually you're the one who has to tell me that I'm too far down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. But you're going to have to let you have to. I, I'm anticipating a phone call in like two days where you're like gone down, like turn after turn in this freaking maze. And I'll be like, dude. Dude, look up. <laughs> back away from the computer slowly. <laughs> Take a step back. Put down the bourbon. <laughs> and it's amazing how much weight I lost since I stopped drinking. But here's the thing. This could have just been an airburst, a meteor airburst. Right. And it probably happened above out in the middle of nowhere and we may not ever find the fragments of this airburst if it happened out in the middle of the wilderness somewhere because nobody's looking there now am i going to go am, am i going to jump in my uh my truck drive out to new boston and start walking around the woods <laughs> looking for these particles that i don't even know are there or not we don't know if it actually happened over new boston new hampshire right that's just one of the places that was one of the the loudest booms were first reported or that's that's where somebody had said hey it measured on the seismograph it was so loud it registered on the seismograph but it, it's it doesn't follow the pattern of an earthquake that's all we got that's all we have yeah so i at this point this is falling seems to be falling under a squat a skyquake yes is what what it seems to be so if we solve this mystery, we will go down in history as those who solved the mystery of the sky quake. <laughs> oh, I know. That'd be a hell of a thing to put on your headstone. It would be. It would be. Here lies Eric Fisk. Hey, he found out what the origin of the sky quake was. <laughs> but I do think that this is also a cautionary tale for conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Who have way too much time on their hands. But since I, ha since I have you and your undivided attention for the next couple of minutes, I guess, 
Because mm-hmm. I'm not sure what time it is out there. Is it almost almost nine o'clock? I'm not sure either. It's it's uh, it's almost eight o'clock my time. Yeah. Um, this week we released an episode of the Fedora Chronicles radio show, COVID nineteen origins, lab leak hypothesis, and how Peter Daszak became the Joseph Mengele of the twenty first century. Right. And it's getting good traffic. And you scroll down this, and I'm looking at the desktop version of our group page as it's being seen on the group. And it okay. says, and about, the about page, or the about tile. Pop culture and current events from classic film snobs, nerds, and diesel punks, true crime, conspiracy theories, and paranormal too. Author interviews and media reviews, all with self-deprecating sophomore humor. That's one of the things. Now, here are some of the tags that we often use. Pop culture and current events true crime, conspiracy theories, government conspiracies and cover-ups. What else? Um, That's pretty much it. Now, when you sign up for the Fedora Chronicles group page, you ought to know that you're signing up for some weird stuff. Yeah. Because the thing is, is that when you join, you're asked a series of questions. This isn't just for people to show off their fedoras. I mean, that's the, you know, the word fedora is in the name of the podcast, and the group, people tend to forget the Chronicles part of this. Right. I'm really having a hard time understanding this guy's um, this guy's problem Statement? with this. I don't. I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I really am. I'm trying. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to figure out what's his problem, and I'm also trying to figure out if English is his first language here. Yeah, it would be my assumption is that it is not. Now I'm going to ask this. Now I'm reading this. What is bullshit? That's a good question. I mean, it's like it's like pornography. You know what it is when you see it. <laughs> now would be a good time to. What's the definition of bullshit, Jay? Well, I mean, the technical definition would be that feces that comes out of a bowl. However, I think what we mean is something that is invalid right. or otherwise false. Right. According to the dictionary, bullshit, a noun, stupid or untrue talk or writing nonsense as a verb talk nonsense typically to be misleading or deceptive from wikipedia bullshit a person who excels at communicating nonsense or a given subject that may be referred to as bullshit artist in philosophy and psychology the colloquial term Bullshit that defies the concept and analyzes the anticipation of bullshit in the context of communication. Henry G. Frankfurt determines that bullshit is speech intended to persuade without regard for the truth. The liar cares about the truth in an attempt to hide it. The bullshitter doesn't care if whether or not what he says is true or false, but cares only if the listener is being persuaded. Frankfurt's philosophical analyst of bullshit has been analyzed, criticized, and adopted by academics since its publication. There is a book that's literally called On Bullshit. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Frankfurt originally published the essay On Bullshit in the Rotarian Quarterly Review Journal in 1986. 19 years later, the essay was published as a book on bullshit in 2005, which proved popular among lay readers. The book appeared for 27 weeks on the New York Times bestseller list 
and was discussed on the television show The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, as well as an interview with a representative of the publisher, Princeton University Press. On Bullshit served as a basis of Frankfurt's follow-up book, On Truth. Hmm. Talking, talking about the evolution between humbug and bullshit. So, we did this episode talking about the documents that were released to the public, specifically the grant proposal from Peter Daszak's EcoHealth Alliance to DARPA to experiment on whether or not COVID viruses can be weaponized and manipulated so that they are more susceptible to human cells or human beings generally. Right. And we also cited all of these other reporters and all these other articles and their analysis on this. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the bullshit? Is it that Peter Daszak was trying to squeeze money out of DARPA for these dangerous experiments? Or us reporting on the documents that were released through the Freedom of Information Act? Where's the bullshit, Jay? I don't know. I mean, we flat out state that we're conspiracy theorists. We cite our sources and then give our opinions. So if there's some bullshit that's happening in here, it's because someone isn't agreeing with our analysis, which is fine. They have which a right to do that. But at the same time, I mean, all we ask is, you know, you when you post a comment, at least make it coherent so we know what the hell you're talking about. Are you saying that our opinions, saying that it's a bullshit concept that Peter Daszak um, you know, was taking money from DARPA to come up with some sort of possible biological weapon? Is it? Are you just upset that we're comparing Peter Daszak to Joseph Mengele? I mean, you and I had a disagreement about that in the show, and we discussed that. That was part of the show. So, right. I mean, just... You know, is it too much to ask to just make it whatever you're complaining about? Just be more clear with it so we understand what it is that you're complaining about. Because we make it absolutely, totally, perfectly clear. We talk about the weird shit that nerds like us stereotypically talk about. What kind of weird shit do middle-aged men talk about over the Internet? That's basically what the Federal Chronicles is. Essentially. And I I don't think that we're we're hiding the fact that we talk about weird shit. We have literally hundreds of people listening to this podcast, and we spent about two hours debunking the entire Pizzagate frazzle drip conspiracy theory. Right. But we be, debunked it. We we basically debunked it. There are aspects now, are there strange people like Tony Podesta? who are obviously into high-end child porn with these very provocative photographs and paintings of prepubescent children being exploited sexually. Yeah, there are freaking weird people in positions of power. We've talked about Jeffrey Epstein and how there are a lot of things about Jeffrey Epstein that doesn't make a lot of sense. How is he making all of these, these billions of dollars over the course of his lifetime? before he right. was killed in a jail cell. Is right. that is that bullshit? We have had I mean, interviews with people like yeah. Nick Redfern, and I can't remember Tom's last name right now, but he wrote, he wrote one of the definitive books about Roswell. We entertain 
theories about Roswell. And some people will say it was it's it was an alien craft that had been re- recovered. And other people say, no, no, it was it was a craft that we recovered from Nazi Germany. We tried to see if it would work and the pilot crashed it out in the desert. We don't want the Russians to know that that we had this thing. So we concocted the story about UFOs. The minute you talk about Roswell and, and trying to debunk or prove what happened to Roswell really happened. And now is that bullshit? Right. I mean, because depending on who you ask, right? Exactly. So I'm not sure what Scott's problem is with this episode. Do let us know. I, I mean, would. I would. On, I would. And here's the thing. If, if Scott is coherent enough, I'd like to invite him on the show. If we can record this coming Thursday and ask him what's bullshit, specifically what's bullshit and go from there. Oh, yeah. So with that said, on that bullshit note, I want to thank you for doing this episode, coming on the show first thing this morning and chit-chatting with me and trying to get to the bottom of this. And I'm going to just leave this open. If anybody has any theories about what this sound was that we heard Sunday morning, by all means, come on, come on the show. Absolutely. So there we go. So anyway, um, thank, thank you to our listeners for listening. Thank you to our Patreons for helping us keep uh, keep us on the air <laughs> and uh, and i would also like to open it up to any other any other listeners if you'd like to come on the podcast and talk about weird conspiracy theories let us know <laughs> because obviously there's there's a brand new field of research that we that we didn't realize existed until now and i can you yeah. can be damn sure we're going to be looking into that absolutely <laughs> We're going to be looking into more on this topic. And um, I'm also going to have screen captures on our show page to show the folks um, how everything transpired and how we came to this conclusion. There is something unusual going on here. Cut and dry. And we're pretty sure it's not bullshit. Congratulations on surviving another episode of the Thor Chronicles radio show. Find out more about the Fedora Chronicles by visiting our website, thefedorachronicles.com. That's where you can find our show notes, past episodes, and articles. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram by simply searching for us on those platforms. Don't forget to join our group on Facebook and follow us on Twitter so that you can keep up with what we will be talking about in the next episode. Facebook, Twitter, and our email address, fedorachronicle at google.com are great ways to drop us a line with your comments and show topic suggestions and if it's any good we promise we will read your comment on the air support the show by contributing to our patreon page patreon.com slash fedora chronicles for mere dollar a month get early access to the podcast updates on what we're doing and for five dollars a month you get all that and a t-shirt and coffee mug of your choice terms and conditions apply thank you to all of our listeners who are already contributing you can also support the show and show off your incredible impeccable taste by buying our merch at zazzle.com slash store slash the theme songs for the show are royal flush 
and Black Cabaret by Olive Music. All other music on the show is listed on the show page and has been provided to us by Premium Beats from Shutterstock. Copyright The Fedora Chronicles 2020. All rights reserved. On behalf of my co-host Jason and I, this is Eric Renner King Fisk signing off and reminding you to keep your chins up and your doors off.